Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Coe and Matt Harmon. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Coe and Matt Harmon here with you. Listen to Reception Perception, the show. All right, uh, man, you talk about uh, Matt Harmon. We recorded that show uh, before Monday Night Football. <laughs> I mean, it felt like the football world changed. Uh, on that Monday night, man, just four plays in Aaron Rodgers goes down with a season ending injury, uh, potentially a career ender as well. I mean, he's going to be 40 years old coming back from an Achilles. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. Like, does he have it? Does he want to come back? I mean, I don't know. Anyways, who cares about that? I, I think if you're listening to our show, uh, by this point, you've heard ad nauseum everyone's take online and over the airwaves about Aaron Rodgers and all that kind of stuff and Garrett Wilson, or excuse me, uh, uh, Zach Wilson. But um, I feel like we haven't talked enough about Garrett Wilson and the impact that it might have on him, Matt Harmon. Man, um, first of all, did you see the interview with Garrett Wilson? Uh, I know I quote tweeted it, but I think it was like with Bart Scott and you know some ESPN radio show. Did you Did you see that at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was bummed. I mean, he was heartbroken. I mean, he he, <laughs> he was literally he was heartbroken. And, you know, it's it, two two pieces of reaction to that. One, ob- it's obvious to me that Rogers like really connected with these guys on a human yes. level. You know, th- these young dudes, right? Like him and Sauce Gardner doing the weed thing. And then obviously Garrett Wilson saying, like he said to Garrett Wilson, I'm sorry, kid. You know, like that's that, that was crazy. That's yeah. that was crazy. I was like, whoa, man, that's emotional. So yeah, one, it was just emotional. Like, um, you know, I've I've met Garrett before, and like, I know how much he cares about football and cares about being um, viewed as a as a great receiver because of how hard he works at this stuff. And and that kind of number one, obviously, there's the human connection with Rogers, but two, you know. It, <laughs> It's such a rare – it was such a rare opportunity. You know, James, how often do we come on this show and bitch about, you know, receivers with bad quarterbacks, right? And right. You know, there's guys like Allen Robinson who gets stuck with bad quarterbacks until like to the point that then by the time they're paired with Matthew Stafford, like his 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 he's on the downswing of his career, you know? I mean, uh, 
Terry McLaurin, all of these guys, you could go down the list. And then for somebody like Garrett Wilson to be taken from like plucked from the quarterback, the worst, some of the worst quarterback wilderness we've ever seen a receiver wander through as a rookie and second season get placed with, you know, Aaron Rodgers, not just like a viable quarterback, but uh, like we're not having to do that well, you know, Nick Foles better than Blake Bortles for Allen Robinson, I get, right? You know, it's it's Aaron Rodgers and everything seems so set up for it to end right. like that. I mean, you know, for, for such a unique opportunity to be taken away so quickly, it is it is really heartbreaking for Wilson. And I'll tell you what, for <laughs> from like a projection standpoint, it's heartbreaking to think about it on the other end too, where um, – you know, I think with Garrett with with Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson was going to the moon. You know, Garrett Wilson was yeah, going to really have was. a special season, and now we're right back to where we started with with Zach Wilson. I know they'll yep. look for other options, but you know, I mean, no, no, no. You, what you didn't hear Robert Sala talk about that? Zach Wilson's their guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, what else is he supposed to say? What else? What the hell else is he supposed to say? <laughs> You know, I mean, I, oh my it just is, it's depressing to watch my Twitter timeline suggest like, oh, maybe they called Matt Ryan. Gee, oh, good God. Lord. You remember oh God. Matt I Ryan? Saw, I saw year? somebody throw out a Philip Rivers tweet. I'm like, dog, what? what I know. Rivers has been on the couch no. since 21. You know, Jeez. he's been on the couch for a minute. And um, he's been cooked since 2020. I mean, come on, bro. Like, what are you talking about? Matt Ryan's right. cooked. Like, stop it. No, I don't want cooked. any of those guys. Carson, I mean, Carson Wentz might be better than Zach Wilson for Garrett Wilson. Might be, I know, right? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Uh, so, anyways, you know, I say all this to say we're pretty much right back where we started with with Garrett Wilson. So, you know, the rest of season cheat sheet rankings are up on the site. Okay, and I, I mean, I had to drop Garrett Wilson down to like wide receiver twenty. You know, like the oh, bottom of tier three, no. uh, and he was <laughs> he was up no. there from in, in wide receiver tier two. You know, as my as my receiver eight or nine. And I mean, it's just it's a huge it's a huge bummer. It's a huge discount at this point for for Wilson. You've got to drop him down there. And look, he's a great player. And we saw Mm -hmm. we literally saw on Monday night that he can make chicken salad out of Zach Wilson's chicken shit. There's no question. Right. No, I've never seen a receiver pass commit a pass defense like uh, pe- defend yeah. a pass and yeah, then yeah, score yeah. a touchdown i mean it was incredible insane so Incre- and, incredible. and that's another thing too is that i wouldn't just like copy paste what he did with zach wilson last year because the one thing that's true is like zach wilson is who he is but also garrett wilson is better than he was as a rookie because he's just naturally right. going to take a step forward but again i think you can't from a fantasy angle you can't get him any higher than like receiver 20 like i'd take both 49ers receivers ahead of him. I'd take uh, like, you know, Devonta Smith, T Higgins, like all right. the, all of yep. these guys, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty rough. Look, Zach Wilson threw the ball 21 times, man. Um, you know, and, and again, we talk about that pass volume with Desmond Ritter who threw it 18 times. And oh, I'm over here with freaking flames coming out of my hair, you know? And it's like Zach Wilson threw it 21 times and that was probably enough. You know, that's, that's about it. I mean, did you see, Peyton, you see, uh, you see, you see Eli and Peyton Manning. I never normally watch the Manning cast, not no yeah. shot to those guys. Cause I actually think they're great, but, um, they are, they are, you know, yeah. I, I, they're great, but I, I normally just want to watch the game. But after that yep. disaster class, uh, you know, or after just like, wow, this is, this game's going to go bad in a hurry. And it didn't, the jets, they, they won the damn game, which is incredible. I know. Like Crazy. I hope every jets fan on planet earth was able to enjoy that. Uh, but 
you know, I ended up switching to Manning Cast just to like check it out because I was like, well, this game is done. Again, I was wrong about that. But, you know, Eli asking Peyton, like, how many times do you think they're going to let him throw the ball? And Peyton's just disgusted, like, oh, maybe three, <laughs> maybe three more times. And, you know, we had like 10 minutes left in the third quarter. And it's just, I just disgusted by, oh by the whole, God. by the whole proceeding. So, yeah. The funny I, thing I, about, the funny thing about that is that <clears throat> when they were trying to figure out who was going to come in for quarterback, Peyton Manning legitimately looked confused as to why Zach Wilson was still on the team. Like he was openly questioning who's the backup quarterback and like had no clue that Zach Wilson, I don't want to say no clue, but was like, oh my God, Zach Wilson is still on this team. Like that's how lowly he thinks of Zach Wilson. He didn't have to say anything. It was just all of like his reaction was just like, yeah. Like Peyton knows that Zach is n- not a good quarterback, you know. I think the biggest problem for Zach too is is that he's a toxic figure. Like the moment he throws a game away, especially the guys on defense are going to be like, "Oh, we done. Yeah, we we, th- yeah, we did done. this. That's a, yeah. There's a reason yeah. that they they made this very risky, not because of the injury, but just a risky trade for Aaron Rod, like an aggressive move. They bent Super over backwards aggressive. to get to get Aaron Rodgers to not have Zach Wilson on the team. So, yeah, just from a Garrett Wilson perspective, it's it's tough, man. It's really tough. Uh by the way, this 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 quote from Robert Sala, and I know that people you, you know, what is he supposed to say and like, you know, I I understand that camp, right? But the quote from Robert Sala of I don't know why people are trying to put an obituary on our team name. <laughs> It's just so funny because like the reaction shots of all of Robert Sala on the yeah. sideline, it's, it looks like he's looking at the obituary of his team. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like th- Robert, that's why people are putting an obit on your team because you literally look like your team is dead. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? So look, if it wasn't for Josh Allen's four turnovers, uh, it would have been a very different um, you know, situation, I think for the jets, I mean, it, it took a, a crazy walk off and wow. I, I mean, you, you, you feel for the Gibson kid too, man. Like great job. I mean, like you, we got to know him on hard knocks and everything, man, this, this plucky underdog man to, to win that game. And it, it was, the, there was a lot of storylines obviously on that Monday night football game, uh, which I believe was the most watched Monday night football game in ESPN history, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but man, what a game that was. Uh, and sad for Garrett Wilson, yeah. certainly uh, moving forward. I- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just brought up Andy Reid and and the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, on the other end of the spectrum there, Matt, there were, I don't want to say sizable expectations, but, you know, pretty good expectations on Sky Moore. Uh, And this dude absolutely did not do a thing. I mean, literally had zero catches. Yeah, literally zero catches uh, in that ball game. You did a one game sample on him. What'd you find? I was, yeah, speaking of expectations, I was, you know, a little uh, surprised by like how much vitriol there was about Sky Moore in week one. I get you have zero catches. That stinks. And like, I'm not about to tell you that he had a good game in reception perception. So let me just get that out of the way. Like, he didn't have a good week one, right? Uh, But I was like, from fantasy people specifically, like, 
no, nobody drafted Sky Moore to be a starter. You know, like, no. I told my Sleeper, friend who all the way. My friend who did start Sky Moore, I'm like, I'm sorry, your fantasy team stinks so much that you had to start Sky Moore in week one. I know people play in like super deep leagues and stuff like that, yeah, uh, and yeah. I, 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 in some of those deeper leagues, I did actually start Sky Moore. But uh, you know, Same. that's 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 my fault for playing in stupid league formats. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I think when you when you think about uh, just the ceiling on Sky Moore, there was uh, I mean I, we even said it on the show as much as we appreciated him as a college prospect, you know the ceiling is like what what Juju did last year, which was like mm-hmm. seventy eight catches, you know, in in sixteen games. So which right. would be great if for if he you know if he could get that at this point, but he's off to a zero catch start. Uh, so <laughs> looking at it, the the week one game, you know, you mentioned number one, the receiver rotation, uh, which. Look, it's not a it's not a good thing like for um for any of these receivers. Sky Moore was second on the team uh, in, in receiver route routes run, and he ran a route on sixty four point four percent of the dropbacks. Like that's crazy. Uh, that's like way too much rotating. And yeah, like let's also remember that. <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm just like my thing with the Chiefs' offense is let's not be too quick to judge anything that happened here. Except the fact that Kadarius Tony can't catch and like you know he's still kind of a mess. That's <laughs> that we can judge, but yeah, everything else uh, lock that in. Okay, lock, lock that in. Uh, yeah. everything else it's just from a game plan perspective, from a usage perspective. Like let's see what this offense looks like when they drop an elite player back in there, which is obviously Travis Kelsey who's practicing this week. So hopefully we see something. But yeah, I mean look, Sky Moore in Week One. Uh, not not great uh, in terms of getting open. 57.1% success rate versus man on 23% of his routes. Uh, oh. 77 routes against zone. And he was sub 70%. Uh, look, that, like, that stuff's got to be better. But again, he's not going to get open on downfield routes. And I think he was running a bit too many downfield routes. Like there's not a lot of slants. There's no almost no flat routes. Like he runs a lot of curls and digs. Uh, I, he's not going to be – I think he, he the thing I was most – like irritated by was the the lack of um the lack of uh, separation in man coverage on dig routes because i think that's actually something that he flashed pretty well on as a rookie mm-hmm. uh so that was i think the biggest disappointment here but again look i i just think he's not he was never going to be like a number one receiver uh and i think also my last point on this too watching this game i know it's sacrilegious and like Patrick Mahomes is I've called him quarterback Jesus, but yeah, not a great game for for Patrick Mahomes. You know, there was a lot of pressure um, there on. You know, he was under pressure a lot, and he I think he bailed on plays too early. He passed up on some open receivers a little bit more early. Sometimes to Sky Moore too. Uh, so look, all time disaster game. Probably not going to be this disastrous going forward. But Chiefs do have some questions to answer on, on their offense right now. Okay, so Sky Moore ran 76.7% of his routes against zone coverage. When you come in at sub-70%, that is problematic. Um, And again, uh, Matt, when you talk about uh, a player like this and you say, okay, well, he's going to, you know, again, his skill set would indicate that he should be off the ball and really uh, an inside wide receiver, right? So playing in the slot. Um, if you want to be a slot receiver, I know we've hammered this on this show a lot, but you want to, if you want to be a good NFL slot receiver, you've got to beat zone coverage at around like an 80% clip. Um, and for him to be sub 70, Matt, that that's, is that not a giant red flag to you? It's a red flag for sure. Um, you know, even in his rookie season, which like none of his rookie numbers were special. 
uh, 52nd percentile success rate versus zone, 50th percentile success rate versus man. I did think he gets, I think he gets off the line of scrimmage into his short routes really well. Uh, 80% success rate uh, on slants and 88.9% success rate on flats in his rookie season, like the full rookie season profile. And he was pretty good on, that's what I'm saying, like pretty good on dig routes. That was a disappointment in week one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, man, I I think that is definitely a red flag because like if he's going to be a high volume slot receiver, he would have to be a really quality zone beater. But again, he's not going to be a high volume slot receiver. Like this is a guy that they're maybe going to throw like 90 to 100 targets to a game best case it'd be like 120 and uh even then that's a lot that's a lot I, I don't that that would be like a best case scenario and i just they they need to figure out this receiver room from like a body type standpoint and like who's gonna play what roles because i still feel like they're kind of feeling that out and that should have been they something are. they had figured out by week one <clears throat> um which again i'm get, willing to give everybody a pass here because you have to remember this too these guys have been planning it. Look at look at look what the Patriots did against the Eagles in Week One. The Patriots mm-hmm. play man coverage almost more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. In Week One, they play a ton of zone coverage. Like Jalen Hurts faced zone coverage on like twenty one of thirty nine dropbacks. Do you think Bill Belichick wasn't thinking all off season about this game plan of like what we're gonna do in Week One against this team? You think Andy Reid right. is not coming up with a game plan all off season for week? Like this right. guy's like one of the best game planners in the NFL. Absolutely. And then, they find out like late Tuesday, like, oh, shoot, Kelsey gets hurt in practice and everything they've planned for goes out the window. Like now we have seven receivers active and now we are rotating these guys a ton. I think they, they need to figure out like a better role for almost all of these players. And that that includes, by the way, Kadarius Tony, who like don't be throwing him intermediate routes. <laughs> he's not that's not his thing. You know, <laughs> um, Rasheed Rice, you know, he's dropping passes, even though he, he catches a touchdown. I mean, it right. just is. There's a lot that needs to be figured out here. This is the crazy thing. So again, where Sean McVay uses the same look and then runs a bunch of different routes out of the same look to confuse defenses, Andy Reid does the exact opposite. He just throws everything on the wall, and that's what confuses defenses. It's like who who is these guys? Who are these guys subbing in? Bro, he had uh, seven wide receivers. I didn't even know they had seven wide receivers, but they had seven wide receivers running routes for this team. And despite the fact that um, Travis Kelsey was out, they still had three tight ends running routes for this team as well. Some character named Matt Bushman ran two routes uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then you throw in the three running backs also running routes. That's just so much in terms of, all these guys moving around, different moving parts. I, you, I mean, again, Patrick Mahomes is great. I love Patrick Mahomes. He's the best football on, on planet Earth, or uh, best um, quarterback on planet Earth. Uh, there's no, there's no argument for me there. But again, when you've got you know 13 guys that you're trying to keep track of, and, and your main guy that you love to throw the ball to is not there, you can understand why there might be some processing flaws. You know what I mean? Totally. Uh- I actually found this stat uh, earlier today. You know, Fantasy Points does the the first read targets for receivers and they also mm-hmm. for, for quarterbacks as well. Patrick Holmes threw his first read on just forty three point six percent of his passes. That was the third lowest among all quarterbacks in Week One. I mean, that shows that he's not he doesn't have even one guy he locks onto. You know, he's scanning, right. which is great. He's scanning the field, all that, but third yeah, exactly. lowest. I mean, that's not that's that's nuts because. Not only like this is the funny thing about throwing all of these guys out there and like seeing what sticks. If you're the uh, and by the way, the Lions also had a great game plan because 
they typically are a man coverage heavy team and they played a ton of zone coverage in week right. one. They ran and that was not probably what these guys in Kansas City expected. So it's a lot of stuff going on at once, you know, for Mahomes and for Reed to deal with. Um a lot of factors in play here about the kind of why the offense overall looks so disjointed. And yeah, you're going to be disjointed when you have all these personnel packages coming in and out and all these receivers rotating in and out. Uh, I, I think it's like, it's kind of rough for an offense to deal with that and to try to find rhythm with one guy and for yeah. you know one guy to try to know their place in the offense. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like the, Mahomes did put some opportunities up for, for Sky Moore to make plays in contested situations, which is, you know, isn't really, I mean, he had a nice contested catch rate in week one, but he's yeah. like the, the type that he was having to win in week one. There's a difference, right? Like there's a difference between making catches with like guys draped on you and then like having to go up and get the ball. Yeah. He's not Sky Moore is never going to be a guy that's going to go up and get the ball. Like that's not his thing. So, um, you know, those, those plays were there. Sky Moore didn't make them and like you just got to move on to week two and, and hope hope for better. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up, right? Like there's like athletic contested catches that you go and make, you know, um, and then there's like concentration contested catches, you know, um, and I think Sky Moore might be more of those like concentration type dudes. But yeah, you're right. He's never going to just, you know, just climb the ladder and just go pick yeah. one off. You know what I mean? So we'll see. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 